and welcome to the End Time Prophecy Watch program. Uh, we'll be dealing with today Kenneth Copeland, false prophet and false teacher. Now, Kenneth Copeland, um, he's a very prominent word of faith um, teacher that's out there. Um, as we know that he comes on television and other things and all, but he's been in the news quite a bit with these outlandish false prophecies. Number one, one of the prophecies that he had prophesied, which we'll get a little bit more into, that um, this was back in March, that COVID-19, the pandemic will come to an end. Um, the other one was when he interviewed Stephen Strand, on the prophecy that Donald Trump would get reelected and just several other things that Kenneth Copeland has been really off. And this guy is, you know, I mean, we have to really watch out for this guy. This guy is really a son of the devil. Um, I'm not really like trying to really be dramatic when I say that, but some of the things that he teaches and preaches, some of the things that he prophesied is way off base and his connections with the Roman Catholic Church, making inroads to an ecumenical movement proves that this guy is on team Satan. So let's go ahead and we're going to look at Matthew chapter 24, verse 10 through 12. And it says, Then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and deceive many. And because of iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. So we're reading a very familiar passage of scripture, Matthew chapter 24, which Jesus is talking about on Mount Olivet, the Olivet Discourse. He warns about Many false prophets shall arise deceiving the masses, all right? We will look at Jesus' warnings in Matthew chapter 24. He talks about earthquakes. He talks about um, ethnic conflict um, when it talks about nation rising up against nations. Um, he talks about famines, but... The central theme that he mentions at least four times in Matthew chapter 24 is deception. When we look at verse 24 of Matthew chapter 24, he says, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Verse 5, he says, For many shall come in my name, saying, I'm Christ, and shall deceive many. Verse 11 of Matthew chapter 24, he says, And many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. And then he goes on and states in Matthew 24, verse 24, For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. So in these times and seasons, we have to really be walking in discernment of what's going on. We can't be so caught up in celebrity um, preachers and pastors and prophets and prophetess and celebrity apostles. 
and all, we have to really be grounded in the word of God. And also, too, we must be like the Bereans searching the scriptures to make sure whatever these people, even if it's your own home church or pastor, you have to make sure and check out what they're preaching and teaching lines up with the word of God. So when we look at 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 1 through 3, this is the common thread for false prophets and false teachers. It says, But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covetousness shall they with fiend words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth, not and their damnation slumbereth not. So we want to look at three main characteristics of false teachers and false teachers. Number one, the main motivation is money and the love of money. Number two, prophecies will be off and used to manipulate people. And number three, their teaching is heretical. They teach gross false doctrine. So common thread, if love of money, prophecies will be off or used to manipulate people. And the main thing also too, central thing is if they have number one and number two, number three, their teachings are going to be heretical. And it's not just false doctrine. It's going to be false, gross false doctrine. When we look at the background of Second Peter chapter 2, verse 3 from the IVP Bible background commentary of the New Testament, it states that traveling diviners, false prophets, moral teachers typically charge fees or beg funds and were thus frequently accused of having monetary motives unworthy of their professed callings. False teachers in the church were likewise exploiting Christians. This is what Kenneth Copeland does, and this man has become almost a billionaire doing this by his false teaching, his false prophecies, or his false prophetic ministry, and also to his gross heretical doctrine, which is in serious error, all right? When we look at Copeland's near, a, nearing a billion dollar status, he is in the business of church. This man has profited off the ministry by lies and deception for 50 plus years. He has accumulated wealth at a whopping $760 million, which is, is his net worth as of this year of 2020. So this man is near 
a billionaire off deception, off the backs of common people who so so called so into his ministry, who follow after this man's lying wonders and deception, lies and deception. All right. Let's get into the nitty gritty about Kenneth Copeland. Um, in 1980, during a three-day Victoria or Victory campaign held in Dallas, Texas, Copeland claims that Jesus gave him a message, which was the following: "It's time for things to happen," saith the Lord. "It's time for spiritual activity to increase." Oh yes, demonic activity will increase. Oh, yes, demonic activity will increase along at the same time, but don't let that disturb you. Don't be disturbed when people accuse you of thinking you're God. Don't be disturbed when people accuse you of fanatical way of life. Don't be disturbed when people put you down and speak harshly and roughly of you. They spoke that way of me. Should they speak? that way of you, the more you get to be like me, the more they're going to think that way of you. They crucified me for claiming that I was God, but I didn't claim to I was God. I just claimed I walked with him and that he was in me. Hallelujah. That was your doing. This was from the source is from Kenneth Copeland, Take Time to Prayer, Voice of Victory, February 1987. That's the source that we quote. So let's look at this. He says, don't be disturbed when people accuse you thinking you're God. Number one, he 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 teaches that year, year gods. And then he makes a blasphemous statement that this is, quote unquote, Jesus talking to him that Jesus never claimed to be God. So that shows you one point that this man is driven by demon spirits. Copeland contradicts the scripture. John 5 and 16 says, and therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath day? But Jesus answered them, My father worketh here too, and I work. Therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father and making himself equal with God. So when we look at John 5, verse 16 through 18, it contradicts what Copeland is saying that he was inspired by the Holy Spirit that Jesus gave him these words to say. Let's move on. John chapter 8, verse 58 says, Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. So he uses the I am statement. Copeland on the death of Jesus. Another contradiction of scripture that Copeland uses. 
Jesus went to hell to free mankind from the penalty of Adam, which was high treason. When his blood poured out, it did not atone. Jesus spent three horrible days and nights in the bowels of this earth, getting back for you and me, our rights with God. This is found in Copeland's personal letter from Kenneth Copeland in Fort Worth, Texas, on March 12, 1979. Also is found in D.R. McConnell's A Different Gospel, page 118. Some stating sources. This is just not me talking off the top of my head, but this man is a proven heretic and very dangerous and, and a cancer in the body of Christ and misleading the masses of people to a road of destruction. And also he's under the inspiration of the spirit of Antichrist. Copeland goes on to say about Jesus' death and the power titled Ken Copeland, The Power of His Resurrection. I had an ugly book written about me. This He's talking about Jesus because I said that Jesus said that Jesus died spiritually. But the fact is, I didn't say that the Bible said it. Jesus became our substitute. If he hadn't died spiritually, then we could never be been able to alive spiritually. But he did on the cross. Jesus was separated from the glory of God. He allowed himself to be made sin for us. He became obedient to death and he went into the pit of hell and suffered there and was though he was one who had been committed to sin. This is blasphemous. This man is talking about Jesus was brutalized in hell for three days. That's That does not line up with the scripture. It doesn't line up with the word of God. It doesn't line up with the Bible. This man preaches another, another Jesus. Let's move on. Copeland also states, he, which is referring to Jesus, allowed the devil to drag him into the depths of hell. He allowed himself to come under Satan's control. Every demon in hell came down on him to annihilate him. They tortured him beyond anything anybody had ever conceived. For three days, he suffered everything there is to suffer. This is found in The Price of It All, page three, written by Kenneth Copeland. What the scripture says about Copeland, he does preach another Jesus. When we look at 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 4, it says, For if he that cometh and preacheth another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit, which ye have not received, or another gospel, which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. So he preaches another Jesus. Now here's Copeland quoted on TBN about the false doctrine that ye are gods, which is a damnable false doctrine. It's, he states on this TBN program, dogs beget dogs, 
cats beget cats, God beget gods, you are little gods. Hmm, this sounds very familiar. When we go to Genesis chapter 3, verse 4 and 5, what did the serpent tell Adam and Eve? He states, and the serpent said unto the woman, you should not surely die. For God doeth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. So what Copeland is stating and what he was preaching on TBN does not line up with Scripture. It goes all the way back to um, Genesis chapter 3 to the main central lies that that Satan hasn't changed over the eons of time, which is the very root of Luciferian doctrine of where you get reincarnation and all these other things that you won't be judged, that you that you won't die, but ye should be as gods is very much a Luciferian foundation, also rooted in Satanism, also rooted in the New Age movement. Copeland also preached that God is the biggest failure in the Bible. This is what he states on a TBN Praise-A-Thon program, April of 1988, which he states the following. Let's listen. One of the biggest theological blunders was on TBN. He preached, I was shocked when I found out one of the biggest failure in the Bibles actually is. The biggest one in the whole Bible is God. This is blasphemous. This is straight up demonic and twisted. And people continue to send this man money. People continue to follow him. He is a mentor of Creflo Dollar. I don't see how Creflo Dollar can connect himself to a man, this man is an actual abomination. Here's what Copeland says in the Believer's Voice Victory broadcast on TBN, which was recorded July 9th, 1987. You are gods, which is a false doctrine. He says the following. I say this with all respect so that it don't upset you too bad, but I say it anyway. When I read the Bible where he says, I am, I just smile and say, yes, I am too. When we look at Ignatius' writings, Letters of the Trillion, which is one of the early Christian writings, this really states something picture perfect about Copeland's that should really warn us. Um, Letters of the Trillion's six through eight says this. He says, I urge you to keep away from every strange plant, which is heresy. These people, while pretending to be trustworthy, mix Jesus Christ with poison. I'm guarding you in advance because you are very dear to me and I foresee the snares of the devil. Here is some of Copeland's false prophecies. Here's one that was in 2016. He says, this coming year is not 
going to be anything like anybody has thought up to now. Believers will lay hands on the sick and notable miracles will be done. Not only ministers in the fivefold ministry, but just among the people, watch for the children coming forth with miracle working power manifest around them. Many things are going to be happening in the kingdom of God in 2017, and it won't be anything like you thought. It'll be grander and greater and an outpouring such has never been seen before, saith the Spirit and grace. This was a prophecy that was delivered by Kenneth Copeland on September 30th, 2016, which is a failed prophecy. Now let's bring it up to today's times, March 13th of this year. Kenneth Copeland claims that the word of the Lord came to him concerning the coronavirus and COVID-19. He states, this disease called COVID-19 will be over much sooner than you think. Christian people all over the country praying, having overwhelmed it. Give me all the glory, said the Lord of grace, and many and many will come knowing and know me through it. And I am still the Lord over this nation. And I am on the throne and faith and in me changes things. Glory to God. You don't have to live in fear of the coronavirus. Jesus has already redeemed you from the curse, which includes all sickness and disease. Galatians 3 and 13, we want to help you to learn how to use your authority in the name of Jesus. He goes on and he states, in the name of Jesus, you can stand COVID-19, take the victory that belongs to you. So I'm going to play the actual words of Kenneth Copeland just that you know that I'm not exaggerating. And here's Kenneth Copeland back in the month of March. And right now we're in the month of December where there's been a high spike of COVID that's been taking place around the country. And this man is a proven, definitely just, just horrible. He's a false prophet, but let's listen to him. We'll exercise judgment right now. Because we have... In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Standing in the office of the prophet of God, I execute judgment on you, COVID-19. I execute judgment on you, Satan, you destroyer, you killer, you get out, you break your power, you get off this nation. I demand judgment on you. I demand, I demand, I demand a vaccination to come immediately. Yes. I call you done. I call you gone, gone. You come down from your place of authority, destroyer. You come down and you crawl on your belly like God commanded you when he put his foot on your head in the Garden of Eden. 
you will destroy through COVID-19. No more. No more. No more. It no more. is finished. finished. It is over. And the United States of America is healed and well again. Praise the Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Peace. Who is also the Prince of War, the Lord Jesus Christ. When oppressive, mean, nasty people attack his people. When mean, oppressive, nasty diseases attack his people, George. The Prince of Peace takes his place. And he becomes a mighty man of war. Yep. So we hear straight from the horse's mouth what he had to say. That was back on March 13th. And here we are. It is December and we're approaching Christmas and we see a high spike in COVID that's taking place. But this man is a lion wonder. Uh, besides his heretical preaching and teaching and his false prophet prophecies, Copeland has ecumenical ties to Pope Francis and the Roman Catholic Church. Um, we see Kenneth Copeland and a group of his friends, high-profile, charismatic friends, had a historic visit with Pope Francis back in late June of 2014. And Copeland reports from his ministry partners, which he states in his publication, KennethCopelandMinistries.org. He says, I'm blessed. And what Jesus asked the Father for in John chapter 17, verse 21, that we may all be one in him, it's finally coming to pass. Pope Francis is a man filled with the love of Jesus. Now, all eight of us in our meeting together with him were moved by the strong presence of the Holy Spirit and our love for one another was strengthened beyond measure like I said, I am blessed, and what a time to be an, a believer. This is quote-unquote from um, Kenneth Copeland um, from his website, which is a story, the story behind Brother Copeland's papal's visit, July 2nd, 2014. What did the early church writers have to say about Rome? Um, Tortillion against Marchand 3 and 15 states, by similar usage in the writings of John, Babylon is the figure of the city of Rome, for Rome is like Babylon, being great and proud in royal power and the warring against the saints of God. In Hippolytus on Christ and the Antichrist 36, he states, tell me, Blessed John, the apostle and the disciple of the Lord, what did you see hearing concerning Babylon? Arise and speak, for it is Rome and has 
sent you into banishment. So this is what the early church had been in tune to. So when we look at Revelation chapter 17, verse 4 through 5, this is what Kenneth Copeland has aligned himself with, with the Harlot Church and ushering in, helping usher in the false prophet and the Antichrist, the two beasts, the beast system. Besides being a false prophet and who's made merchandise of the gospel, who's made almost billions of dollars, this man is part of Team Ecumenical Movement, Team Satan, um, Team Antichrist. But it states, And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and colored and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots, the abomination of the earth. To conclude, let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14 through 15, which personifies the workings of Kenneth Copeland. This is, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness. So Kenneth Copeland is a minister of Satan. This man is very satanic. Hopefully you receive something from this expose and these last and evil days. We must be like the Bereans. We must be able to search the scriptures for ourselves. We must be able to rightly divide the word of God we always must be seeking a relationship, a personal relationship with Yeshua, making sure that we're given an ear to hear what the Spirit has to say, walking in the Holy Spirit in these last and evil days, and be able to divide what is false and what is truth, because Jesus talks about the wide road leads to destruction. Following him is a very narrow road, so don't be caught up. Uh, what you see with a lot of these TV preachers, what you see on the Word Network or what you see on TBN or who you see on Facebook or on Facebook who has all these um, followers that's following after them. You better make sure that in these last and evil days that you are a follower of Jesus, that you're a follower of Yeshua HaMashiach in these last days and that you're biblically sound and that you know that you know to hear his voice for yourself and know the word for yourself and know that the word of God also warns us in the last days, it won't be a famine for bread, but it will be a famine, I believe that's Amos, it will be a famine for hearing the wor word of the Lord. So we live in a time and age here in America that, we have so many churches and mega churches that are going on, but there is a famine for hearing the word and the church world is pretty much a depiction of Hollywood where we celebrate false celebrity preachers and teachers. We need to get back 
the biblical truth. We need to get back to discipleship. We need to get back to having a personal, intimate relationship with the Lord. Amen. Amen. This is the End Time Prophecy Watch program. God bless.